podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. I hope that you guys enjoyed the last episode on rituals because tomorrow, February 11th, is the new moon and therefore it is a wonderful day for a new moon ritual and at least, you know, for me it is. I always do those. I talked about that. Um, I actually got a message from one of my listeners asking me whether there are any other rituals that I do that I would like to share. So before I go into today's topic, I want to answer her question because I get so excited whenever people reach out to me with questions and comments. And I've been kind of MIA lately. I know I haven't responded to everyone and I haven't really, you know, been all together yet because I'm still dealing with the move and it's still unpacking because it's a lot to unpack while you're simultaneously handling a lot of other things. But um, I just always want to make sure that I get back right away. So um, to answer that question, one thing that for me has actually only recently kind of become a ritual is my morning lingering. You know, basically, What that means to me is I just like to lay in bed um, for a little bit after I wake up. I don't like to just get up and go. Um, And if I'm being perfectly transparent with you guys, I do tend to go on TikTok (laughs) or something fun and aimless before even meditating or doing anything else, which may not be exactly what I preach about here, (laughs) but it does work for me because it typically just gets me in a good mood and it allows me not to think of any long to-do list, um, you know, that I'm going to have ahead of me for the day. And then after that, I meditate usually because actually I have not done all that well with that lately. I really need to get back to it because it's really important to me. But lately it just, it's been a little chaotic. And then sometimes my husband and I will spend some time just having fun or being silly or talking or whatever. Then I shower, I go downstairs, I make my breakfast, which also is another thing that I just recently got back to, you know, got got back in the habit of doing because I, I stopped eating breakfast for a while. I was doing like the, um, I guess, a fasting kind of <laughs> routine, not on purpose, just because it was easier not to think and not to spend the time making breakfast. And it's a very bad ha- habit. So I cut that out and usually I'll just, you know, recently when I resumed this, I'll just have some overnight oats or a protein shake or yogurt with berries or something like that, something easy. And then I just like heat up my coffee (laughs) because I'm so lazy that I actually buy a few Americanos at Starbucks and then I just leave them in the fridge and then I just heat them up every morning. (laughs) I just think that I love the Americanos from Starbucks and, um, I just think they taste better than anything I would make at home. They're also stronger. So, And then I take my vitamins and I do my gratitude list and my manifesting list or board or drawing on my, on my planner. And then I do my planning itself as I sip my coffee. And sometimes once I'm done with my list and my planning, but my coffee is still not done, I will literally just browse online. Recently, it's been for furniture or decor because I just moved into this new home. And there's still just a lot to get organized and a lot to 
get furnished and so I'm still planning and thinking and then I go to the bathroom I fill up a you know a liter bottle of water and I go about my work day but I mean I just really like to have a lot of time between when I open my eyes and when I actually start my work day. So that's the answer to that question. That has become sort of like a ritual of mine. What I do during that time doesn't really matter. I just need time between when I wake up and when I start working. And today I actually want to share with you guys a super cool yet random thing that I have learned about. Um, about and it's, it's a, I think it's a super important topic in most people's lives hair, specifically hair growth. And um, what I will say is a combination of life experiences and research and actually more like research that I did out of either a need or a curiosity. And then it rendered actual results for me personally. So let's get to it. Um, And when I talk about hair growth, I mean both length and volume. Now, I used to have much longer and healthier hair you know, if you guys have known me for a long time, you've seen pictures or whatever, you can tell. Like I used to have hair down to my waist, like my natural waistline almost. Um, and it was really full and nice. And um, I thought that since I have actually not highlighted my hair since December of 2019, that the lack of bleach and stuff would mean that my hair would grow like a chia pet, you know, and it would get super healthy. But that is not at all what ended up happening. And it turns out, from my research, I learned this, that because I had COVID last January, you know, of 2020, before anybody knew what it even was, and my lungs were very, very bad at the time, and they were pretty badly damaged at the time, research has shown that lung damage causes the hair follicles to go into a dormant stage that can last anywhere from six to 12 months. So if you have like bronchitis or pneumonia or anything like serious going on with your lungs what happens to your hair follicles is just like they go into a dormant phase and they like your hair will not grow much if at all so I noticed that my hair grew but not too much like certainly not as much as I would have expected from the fact that I was not bleaching it I was not treating it with anything harsh I wasn't even like getting a blowout for a very long time I wasn't even you know I wasn't doing much to it at all. I wasn't doing literally anything. I don't use hot tools all that much. I don't really overprocess my hair. Um, but it did not get any healthier. And that's probably also due to some of the stress from 2020 because I had a lot going on. And I still have a little of that going on now. But stress is the worst for any aspect of our health and our body and our beauty. It's literally a killer. Not just a killer of joy, which it is, but also a real life murderer. And we really need to learn how to combat it a little bit better. But anyway, before I found out that the lack of growth was actually due to my health last year, I was panicking and I just started doing some research on what we can do to help our hair grow faster and longer and healthier and to get more volume. And the results of my research actually explain why the best hair that I ever had in my life were at the time, uh, you know, when I was doing those things, you know, because I did most, if not all of those things, unbeknownst to me, that were actually helping my hair growth. Um, So, okay, the first thing that everyone needs to know is that all those gimmicks that you see or you, you know, on TV, like those like gadgets and whatever, you know, 
they may or may not work, but hair growth is primarily associated with three things. One, your health and nutrition, meaning the foods that you eat and the vitamins and minerals that your body absorbs. Two, the health of your scalp. And three, how well you care for your hair. So first and foremost, there are numerous reasons why your hair may either not be growing or may be falling out. You know, those reasons can be something like lung issues like the one that I had or something more serious like a hormonal issue. It can also be stress. Uh, It can also be that you just gave birth because, you know, it's funny, like pregnant women, they tend to get beautiful hair, you know, not only from all the vitamins and minerals from the the prenatals and uh, but also just your body produces, you know, more melanin and stuff in your hair and more protein because it's like caring for for a human. It's actually creating life, right? So your hair gets much fuller than it was before pregnancy, during pregnancy. And then once the baby comes out, all that extra hair starts to fall out. And then you think that your hair is thinning out and it's really just going back to normal. But anyway, (laughs) at least that's what I've heard. I don't know. I've never been pregnant, but, um, those are the things that you should consider, you know, because it can be like also hormonal related, it could be stress related, and you should think, you know, about talking to a doctor about it if you feel like that's all going on with you. But in terms of nutrition, it is no secret that the, there's truth to the saying that we are what we eat. I mean, that is true for all living things. Anyone who has a real life plant at home and has at some point mixed some miracle grow, <laughs> you know, the plant food thing in its water and then water the plant with that that person would have noticed the power of nutrition because that thing just makes your plant bloom right well it's the same with us we are just like those plants so if you want gorgeous full long hair you have to start paying attention to what you put into your body a lot of people these days have a ton of vitamin deficiency and that impacts not only hair growth but also mood and hormones and digestion and sleep and memory energy levels i mean everything but when it comes to hair growth in particular since I should be better at staying on topic, the key vitamins and nutrients that you want to make sure you get are the following. Vitamin D, because vitamin D is involved in the production of new hair follicles. And vitamin D, you can take it as a supplement. It's also found in some milk products and stuff, but it's important in the summer, you have the sun there. And in the winter, usually you have to take a supplement because the sun is not around as much, especially if you live in the, in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, biotin. Okay, which is really vitamin B7, and it helps grow your hair and your nails. Um, L-cysteine, cysteine, which is formed by the two cysteine molecules, is an amino acid, amino acid, am I saying this right? Which is a protein building block that helps maintain the structure of the proteins in the body, and it is one of the most crucial amino acids for hair growth. Um, Also vitamin C and E because they help uh, the cells fight fight off the free radicals. And the free radicals are the things that are damaging to the hair follicles. Um, Vitamins A and all vitamins B, especially B12, which is also a huge mood booster, by the way, unbeknownst to the people who suffer from depression, usually it's a B12 deficiency, or sometimes it could be the culprit. Um, Also vitamin K and uh, something that's really hard to pronounce called ashwagandha, I think. Um, I actually take this as a separate supplement because I'm doing this like whole different kind of holistic thing. And ginseng, which is uh, really good to help boost your body's stress response. And of course, also zinc, iron, omega-3, 
folate and a lot of people also suggest or a lot of online research suggests that protein is also very important now we as we all probably already know the best way to get any vitamins or any nutrients is directly from the food source and why is that it's because food is something that is naturally made to be digested and to give us nutrients so our body knows how to absorb the nutrients that the food brings and it's also why we need um to watch out like what artificial food we eat because our body does not know what to do with all that extra stuff but for most of us that don't get enough nutrients which really are most of us uh, we have to supplement that with vitamins and in today's world that's where it gets overwhelming because it's very hard to pick which one is the right brand or the right combination of brands and you just have to do your research because not all vitamins are created equal and some are much more absorbable than others and that's what you want you want high absorption and the high absorption ones may be a little bit pricier, but the cheap vitamins that you usually get for very little money usually just mean that that money that you're spending on them has been turned to urine. And you, it just is going to leave your body in the form of neon pee. And if you guys want to know which brands I recommend um, and which ones I use personally, then just reach out to me directly and I'll let you know. Secondly, you got to have a healthy scalp to have healthy hair. And scalps are typically forgotten. The poor skin surface sits beneath all that hair, unless of course you don't have any hair, in which case then it's much easier to take care of your scalp. But if you have any hair there, generally, you know, it barely gets to see the sunlight. And it's super normal to have buildup on your scalp, you know, because we we sweat, we cover it up, you know, we put products there, our skin sheds there, just like everywhere else in our body, but then the hair makes it harder for the for the skin to just fall out. Um, and, you know, go live on your floor without you noticing. So one thing that we should all be doing is massaging our scalps and exfoliating our scalps. And we can do that with a hairbrush, you know, and we should be brushing our hair every day um, or with our fingers in the shower as we shampoo or much better yet, go, you know, before we go in, just use like a fine tooth comb and gently like scrub the scalp to remove anything that shouldn't be there. You know, that way, um, you know, when you go in the shower, you make sure that you clear everything out. Uh, but that also stimulates the hair growth because it removes the dead cells that are suffocating the follicles. And we really shouldn't be washing our hair too often. Just a few times a week should be enough. And oily hair does suck, but at least today there's dry shampoo for that. And lastly, we got to take better care of our hair. I mean, most people live in urban or semi-urban areas which are exposed to chemicals and toxins and pollution all day long. And our hair is always exposed to the sun. So, uh, and also to numerous, you know, coloring and bleaching, chemical treatments, you know, harsh weather, even like the tossing and turning on harsh pillowcases, not to mention all the blow drying and the hot tools and the towel twistings, you know, to dry it, towel dry it. So it is not rocket science to understand why it breaks and breakage prevents hair growth. In fact, it is why I am getting a haircut tomorrow because it's the new moon and I want a new hair cycle for myself. So you'll see by the end of this year, I will have Sofia Vergara's hair. <laughs> you'll see people. But anyway, yeah, so we must make sure that we protect our hair from all of those things and that we also repair the damage that we do to it. So doing deep conditioning treatments or, you know, masks, if you have long hair, of course, uh, once a month or, you know, it really does wonders to condition damaged hair because a lot of people confuse, you know, damaged hair with split ends. If it's just damaged in the sense of like it's dry and whatever, then just doing those deep conditioning treatments, you can bring it back to life. And using the right products before you blow dry or use a hot tool on your hair is essential. 
It's really important because otherwise you're going to break it. And these days, there are even hair protecting products to add to color or bleach to prevent damage without changing the outcome. You know, things like Olaplex and the, those kinds of products. And there's a lot of products like it. Some, some hairstylists suggest something even better than that. I don't remember the name right now. But again, just do some research or ask your colorist because it's super important to make sure that your own colorist knows what they're doing and they know about those products so they're protecting your hair. And when it comes to split ends specifically, because I know firsthand how tough it is for those of us who want our hair to grow long to keep getting a trim because let's face it, hair doesn't grow all that fast no matter who you are, okay? So even a quote-unquote dusting ends up taking up like half an inch off and that can take like four months to grow back for some of us. So here's the thing, split ends, they are a big deal because it can cause your hair to keep breaking and If it's breaking all the time, then it never appears that it's growing. And if your goal is to grow your hair long and luxurious, then you're never going to get there because your hair will will be long, but it's going to be stringy. The splits at the ends have nowhere to go but up. It will just literally keep splitting all the way to the crown of your head, which will defeat the purpose of not cutting them off because you are fearing losing length, you know, because you're not going to have length. Or if you do, it's not going to look like you do. So the good news is that you can take care of your hair by doing the protection steps that I mentioned. Um, And if you are in good health and you nourish your body with um, what it needs and all the nutrients that it needs, uh, then you should be able to prevent split ends before they happen. So the bottom line is remember that great hair starts from within, just like anything else in your life. It's what you put in your body. And to get the nutrients I mentioned, um, the best bet is to eat foods that are like, you know, dark leafy greens, which are rich in iron and rich in vitamin A, beans, which have lots of vitamin B and biotin and protein, fish, which are also rich in protein, but also omega-3 and 6. Also avocados have omegas and have vitamin K and the seeds and nuts and fruits like berries, blueberries, strawberries. They're all great for hair growth. And if you have, um, you know, you have to also remember that healthy hair form in follicles that are within your scalp. So it's important to exfoliate the scalp via massaging, daily hair brushing, and even using that fine tooth comb that I mentioned to scale all that buildup and goo and dead skin cells that are just accumulating there before brushing your hair and definitely before um, washing your hair and definitely protecting your hair from all that over-processing by having good products as well as making sure that you trim off those split ends because they will just keep splitting I know from personal experience that doing all those things will surely lead you to, uh, well, and me also, because now I'm also on that same track, to amazing healthy hair in no time. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at HighVibeAdvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at HighVibeAdvocate. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.